0: Today we're going to talk about education to some extent.
1: Like the beginning of education.
0: Yes. So I took a really cool college class that taught me about the origins of public schools and how they kind of came about because right now we think that we just have all these buildings there's one in every city a few in every cities there there's stairs there's classrooms where kids can sit there's blackboards there's all these things right mm-hmm. but before that what do we think there was
1: well i have like the notion of like a like a like a schoolhouse with one teacher and a bunch of all age kids
0: right that's right. what i know and if you think about that, right? Mm-hmm. What type of kids are you going to have? I'm not sure. Farm kids.
1: Oh, farm kids! Right? Oh, <laughs> right. Because there's, the no indes- there's no industry. There's no industry, you know. Right. So, I
0: mean, before there was heavy industry, there were still schools. You know, there was very nice schools which were funded by the wealthy, and then there were just public. There were just schoolhouses, almost like daycare. Oh, right.
1: Uh-huh. You know,
0: there. Were, I mean, so initially. But before there have been schools all across the world for a long time. Mm-hmm. But in the in the early US there was farmland mm-hmm. and there were a lot of farm schools. And in the cities they had schools, but the farm they didn't, and there was a lot more people out there. So when the Industrial Revolution came, the factories were created and they didn't have enough workers. So they already had schoolhouses, mm-hmm. and there were schools and there was one teacher, 12 grades or 12, you know, old kids. So right. It was kind of voluntary. Like the kids, Ray. you know, they all, they limited resources. The teacher had the book, you know, the, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, they would learn to read, but it wasn't, you know, they didn't have like textbooks and,
1: and no tests. <laughs> uh,
0: there might've been quizzes, you know, there could, Ray. I could totally I see trivia, mm-hmm. you know, But no standardized tests, that's for sure. (laughs) Well, I don't know. It depends what you, you know, the teacher had one test because that's all they had time to put together. Right. And they all have to take it. (laughs) So, and then there's no regulation. There's Mm -hmm. no, there's no ongoing just, you know, so you have all these independent schools Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure how they got paid, you know, I mean, you know. college was a long time ago. So I don't know if it was, I don't know if they got paid by the community. They might've, you know, they might've just got paid to watch kids kind of. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So anyways, there were opportunities for education in these small towns, but it was very informal. It was, you know, he probably had some great teachers and he probably had some, you know, mediocre teachers Mm -hmm. and you know, these kids a lot of times were rough and they would carry guns to school. I mean, it was a wild West so teachers would also take it the schools because they were there were crazy there was you know disagreements and I mean it was it <laughs> right. was crazy and it, that probably wasn't common but it was there were stories about it and there mm-hmm. was famous famous you know situations Standoffs, Standoffs exactly <laughs> and. And that was back because you you know, imagine these m- monsters you're dealing with. Them. <laughs> hey, was <laughs> this book learning? <laughs> right. Right. And they're like, my mama says I got to go to school because she's tired of me kicking around the house.
1: <laughs> I don't want to write ABC anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Mama says I got to read. So you have these crazy schools, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have this industry come about. We have these capitalists, right? And I'm pretty sure slavery was illegal um, <laughs> so so you have this this population of people that get up by the f- sunrise mm-hmm. they don't know how to read a lot of them they don't probably take direction that well these are you know you just have people who are living a hard life making food, you know from what they can grow, um small community farmers' markets, you know like right. small these small areas but they were probably fairly large places you know but um and and generally what this guy did i think his name was i think it was horace Mann. like i remember that really yeah Hmm. and i remember his name because i remember going this guy this fucking guy (laughs) is the fucking guy who put us all in this shitty situation (laughs) so
1: that's a familiar name
0: it could be totally wrong
1: okay now i have (laughs) to look it up later (laughs) yeah yeah
0: exactly could be totally wrong but um so so the so he so industrial revolution right right? so what he did is he went to these companies and he went and said if you pay for these schools you'll have better workers and they worked it out so that there was governments and taxes they said if Mm -hmm. we if you provide this money. It probably started off just as money and then eventually got worked in as a corporate tax where they could say, you know, this tax is, is goes to the schools Mm -hmm. in the area. But initially it was, it was, Hey, we'll give you workers who will show up on time, who will read dials, who will take direction. And he kind of sold it under the guise of creating skilled workers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously it worked. And since you, you know, if you're getting skilled workers, you're profiting off those workers and are capitalizing off of them mm-hmm. you make a lot of money you put the money back a little bit of money back in to continue this strain of workforce that's helping your company grow you're,
1: you're training the future your future
0: employees. You're, yeah you're training right. your future employees and the success of your the future success of your of your company mm-hmm. and that's the only way that it can happen that's the only way that that we went from farm to industrial (laughs) industry (laughs) and And, and that's, that was, that's how it kind of went, you know, that's how, and then the riches came to the farm people and then they could buy things and they had money and it wasn't based on the, the seasonal stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. it it removed them from being tied to the seasonal fruits. So, so that worked out really well for those companies, mm-hmm. but we're talking about probably, you know, heavy machinery for pumping out stupid shit, you know, mm-hmm. toys and probably, you know, I don't even know. What did they make back then? I mean.
1: Oh, I don't know. But everything was in the factories, like cars.
0: Well, they um, just would make a th- thousand production run. Right. make a system which yielded mm-hmm. probably guns.
1: Yeah. Um, probably toys. Clothes, probably clothes, everything. Clothes, just yeah.
0: Assembly line workers. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, the industrializing and processing, processing, processing.
1: Processing.
0: So, so that's where it came from, right? Mm-hmm. And then eventually, the government grew, the businesses grew, the taxes grew, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden, and there's big money in building schools. I mean, I'm sure the contractors making a killing, so mm-hmm. everybody's making a ton of money. Um, but it's a part of the budget, right? That we pay for, and. And that's, that's very important. It's based on property tax, actually. And around here, I don't know if everybody's different, but around here, I know that there's a certain percentage of property tax, which has to go to schools based on the sales of, of the prices of homes in the okay. area. Mm-hmm. So, and I know there is some distribution. I think I heard that there's federal, state, and district. Okay. I think uh, we were talking about mm-hmm. that the other day. Is it state or is it state? It might be state county district.
1: Oh, it is. Yeah,
0: and so the money. No,
1: it's state.
0: So state. all the taxes go to the state. Yeah, and then it gets distributed to the county, and
1: then the and district. then it gets
0: distributed to the districts mm-hmm. within that county. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Like I know that there are certain. I wonder how it balances out and how they, you know. So so there is a direct correlation between housing or property values mm-hmm. and education. And actually there is, if you have a good educational system, the property value goes up. So right. it's kind of an interesting kind of re, you know, you pay more taxes, you get better schools, you get more expensive housing. So you pay more taxes. So you get better schools. Um, and that's why during recessions, they when started,
1: you, sorry, when you say better schools, what do you mean? Newer facilities? I mean,
0: Mun tax money,
1: money for the school. Yeah. Because I feel like.
0: So, so that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of where, so that's, mm-hmm. that's, so that is the extent of the foundation and the resources for the school. Now, people, a lot of times are trying to say, pay less taxes to schools. I don't understand who's saying that. And I don't understand how anybody could make that case. So, I mean, I've heard that everybody's trying to, you know, voucher systems, private schools. And. But I think that there's a general flow of money to public schools. So, and you know better, charter schools still get money from the state, right?
1: Yeah, um, my understanding is that you get paid per student per day they're there
0: F- for charter school
1: and public schools, right? So they um, really don't like it when you're absent.
0: So that right, <laughs> right. So then there's private Um, schools, which are, which are based on tuition. Right. And I know I've heard that there's this initiative for voucher systems Mm -hmm. and for school, like take your money to the school you want to go to and, and people are against that because I think it would take it to private schools. You would allow, you would be allowed to take that public money uh, and take it to a private school.
1: I don't, I've never heard of that. Yeah, That, that was okay. something
0: that was big. And that's, I think when you hear the voucher system, that's, that's what the voucher system means.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. I've heard, I've, I've learned briefly about it, but I thought it was more to, yeah, it's so that you can pay for private school.
0: Right. You so take that voucher
1: money. and yeah, it goes go or charter or something. But charters are, publicly run but they don't they don't get a lot of extra money from the state or something like that right at least that's what they told me at the parent meeting
0: <laughs> that's interesting it'd be interesting to see how that works
1: yeah i'm not sure but i i was just in my mind was you're saying this i'm imagining like talega when they built that community and they have built their school like And all the money, you know, like a rich neighborhood, like, should their school be better than everybody else's? And it's like, well, yes, but they have the same regulations as everyone else. They They have the
0: same money. They have the same proportion of money. They're just new.
1: They still have 35 in a class.
0: Right. Well, that's so... You know, it's kind of like there's a new development, the new development, all mm-hmm. the houses mm-hmm. you know, the developer probably pays a large amount of taxes on the sales of the properties, which has to pay pay for a new school. So at one time all these old schools were brand new and big right. schools. And now the new schools are, are a result of beautiful buildings and and um you know, big you know different mm-hmm. type of home, you know, mm-hmm. like Buena Park is a nice little two bedroom cookie cutter homes. Now you go to Telega and their cookie cutter. Big, weird.
1: <laughs> mini mansions. Mini mansions, or...
0: yeah. Eight bedrooms, mm-hmm. 10 by 10s. Mm-hmm. Beautiful homes, But, yeah. so that's, so, and then the facilities, I mean, everything to make, the cost of making everything is cheaper, mm-hmm. you know, like the, you know, the school that our, our older kids go to high school and mm-hmm. it's a brand new school. Oh, right. It's not really better than the high school I went to. Actually, one of the high schools I went to was a very... It was a fairly new school, a new development, mm-hmm. I think. we were oh, The okay. second place of mm-hmm. people in the house. So it was really nice. And when I went back there last week for, yeah. for our son's game, you know, little hard memories, but it still looked good, but it looked dated. Yeah. So, and then we go to our son's school, mm-hmm. which is, you know, basically 10 years old right. and it looks brand new. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's like the facilities age, mm-hmm. probably they get the same amount of money to build. It's just the money goes further at, now that, you know. They have construction abilities. So I think that the initial investment and opportunity for children, well, no, but then you always want to go to the new schools, right? I mean, does the age of a school affect its...
1: Well, I would say no. Like, it's it depends on, like, the principal and the staff because... Um, Like there's other schools in the area that are very old, but they have, they're known for being really still really good. And actually like, that's interesting. When you look at, um, the main thing you look at at a high school is their college percent percentage of college
0: students. Right.
1: And so it's actually probably higher at some of these other
0: schools. Well, the property value, but that's a big mm -hmm. deal that the older schools, the neighborhoods have a lower property value. Mm-hmm. So it's not a function of the facility. Right. It's a function of the students. Right. Like you have two working people in a very heavily working class mm-hmm. area, you know, people area where they're maybe working three jobs between two parents right. and they've got three kids and live in a one bedroom, one bedroom place, two mm-hmm. bedroom place. Yeah. And, and those kids are harder to teach.
1: No, no, I'm saying it's not. They're not. We, because then you look at like sports. Sports teams are better at other schools.
0: Like well, well new sports school... is different. <laughs> sports because sports it gets a very small percentage of people into college.
1: It's also different around here because you have school of choice, so you can potentially ninety three percent of people get their school of choice so they can go wherever they want.
0: Right, but probably 10% of people are even paying attention to the mail to think about switching schools. Well, I think a lot of it is the ability to... Oh
1: no, transportation to get there. Right. Because once you decide when you choose school of choice they now don't have to provide you with transportation unless um, there's only a couple like stipulations like if you're you're zoned for a... uh, school that's like title one or or low rate to like one if it's one out of ten you get the option to send your kid to a good school and they have to provide transportation i see so there's a couple of those things that's interesting Mm -hmm.
0: i wonder if those students that don't go to the school do better than the students that do go to the school
1: I don't think that a lot of people will, like take advantage of that opportunity.
0: You think they're too busy just working, and they're like, "Okay, time. Thank God you're old enough to go to school."
1: Well, like probably the hassle of arranging that situation becomes
0: <laughs> four forms.
1: Well, like oh. that and just like it's a longer commute. Your right. kids farther away, and I'm more specifically talking about like well, middle then, schools and but elementary even then,
0: schools. You, your friends aren't in the area. Right. It actually is though. That would be yeah. It. An interesting scenario. Mm-hmm.
1: And then a lot of people just don't read that letter they get.
0: <laughs> right. That's
1: because I think, and we, well,
0: they're busy, I mean, that's part of this whole issue. Right. So, okay. So, so you've got the, the students who attend the school, you mm-hmm. have the area that they come from. Right. So schools are now public. They're now part of our culture, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, mm-hmm. um, I would say that they worked very well for the baby boomers generation for my parents. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that worked very well. Mm -hmm. And I even feel like for me, it worked well, Mm -hmm. but at the same time I went to private school, I went to both schools, but I had a good foundation and I, and not everybody at the private elementary school I went to had great success and not everybody at the public schools, you know, didn't have great success. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's, if it's actually, you know, is it the parents and the opportunity I feel like you can get the same education anywhere, but at any rate, so we we have this these schools which were are right now thirty kids in the classroom sitting. No,
1: 30, forty.
0: Forty. Oh, kids. oh,
1: oh, right. Elementary has thirty plus. High schools have forty.
0: So you have forty kids. That's on. That's okay. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. So you have forty kids. The format of school is one person lecturing mm-hmm. to. Between 20 and 40 kids. So.
1: So you're saying, like, you have one
0: teacher? We, yeah, the format of uh-huh. the delivery of information, right? Mm-hmm. So I think back in the day, people were a little slower. They didn't have TV, they didn't have a, con- a constant being beaten with information and advertising all the time you know they had everything was made of quality materials nothing there wasn't really disposable things Mm -hmm. in fact the amount of trash they must have produced must have been very minimal (laughs) you know like we have boxes going out every day boxes of trash so so a very different type of living right our parents baby boomers Mm -hmm. late hippies were really entered into a workforce where Relationship, personability, and kind of a higher—you know—the ability to organize thoughts. Mm-hmm. Not, you didn't have to be really good. You know, like like you just have to be able to organize thoughts and really take direction mm. and perform a function. Right. Some people were filling out forms. Some people were shaking hands. Some people were um, doing analysis on numbers. Um, but generally, they were doing it on paper. They were using slide rules or very simple calculators.
1: Like my dad, writers. my dad
0: remembers when calculators mm. came out, mm-hmm. he was young, but he mm-hmm. remembers calculators revolutionary, basic functional, right. like How multiply the, the four. And he said, I think he was in college when the graphing calculator came out and he was like, Oh my, it wasn't, it wasn't a graphing calculator. It had like square root or something like right. that. And Scientific.
1: he had a slide rule okay.
0: and he never had to use it and the slide rule is it's basically a functional ruler so it's like you you know 2 times 2 and then it'll show you 4 like mm. it's much more you know there's more to it than that mm-hmm. it doesn't even may not have a multiplication on it but you know a mechanical device which is right. kind of doing magic for you and then the calculator and the graphing calculator but those were you know not very useful tools you still had to know the algorithms you still had to know the functions you like you had to mm-hmm. know all these things mm-hmm. And not a whole lot of people knew him, right? So mm-hmm. you have a bunch of people who are just shaking hands, sitting down at desks, stamping forms, you know, because a person would fill out a form, put their phone number, put their phone number on it. They'd forget they'd spell something wrong. You got some guy sitting there, some poor soul who's going, you know, can you connect me too? And the operator's like, sure, here you go. Sorry, nobody's home. Okay, put it on the call tomorrow pile. You know, so that's mm-hmm. the the job these guys are performing. Oh, I think performing.
1: that's funny. Like, so I think, my dad's a, an accountant, and I think that yeah. So he had a typewriter, and he always had his adding machine. Right. That had the you know the ones that
0: right. He uh-huh. would put the number.
1: So he actually put the numbers in, did the calculations all two himself. or three times
0: when it didn't. He's like
1: yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> um, and I just remember growing up, and they, my mom and dad both were always on that spider fingers on that <laughs> yeah. adding machine. I don't know what else to call it, but um, it's a calculator. It's a, Yeah, it's a calculator no, with a receipt. Yeah. yeah, like with the roll of paper that comes yeah. out of it. And they would just always be doing that. And it's so funny because I bet like the computer programs help him well, now. Be- now he just has to do the line item before he had to actually do the calculations.
0: Can you imagine the person before him? <laughs> Using pencils and like a ledger. He's like, okay, carry the one, carry the one. (laughs) That doesn't look right. Oh, okay. You know, like Mm -hmm. pencil and paper. And that was 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. 30 years ago, your dad was using this this typewriter. typewriter Adding machine. Calculator. Type.
1: He was had an adding machine and typewriter. Right,
0: the typewriter to so fill the, out the forms. Right. And the typewriter helped him too. because right, he, to he has none. Uh-huh, never- Pencil and ink mm-hmm. and the poor sap at the IRS who's calling you. I can't read your scribble. <laughs> so, oh my God, right? So, you had these poor souls who were looking at forms mm-hmm. and validating that your dad typed it on the right line. And then right. they got to get their calculator out and <laughs> yeah, check these numbers. Right. Oh my God. So, an incredible amount of jobs, incredible. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is show up. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you got more than half a brain. So, that's when going through high school, could get you somewhere because mm-hmm. you've already you're dumbed down. You've dulled yourself enough to where you have no adventure in you. And you're just going to go <laughs> sit in an office, make phone calls and type. Well, that all day. was
1: your opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I made
0: <laughs> it. Less windows, please. Less windows. Right. Their so case. now productivity is through the roof. Your dad, you, you know, mm-hmm. your dad's mm-hmm. clients probably use software programs that yeah. feed his software program. And he is just looking at the red boxes you know like it's already determined which ones need attention which numbers need manual override so
1: but i think that they on the other hand is that they they know it's they learn it really well so now they can just
0: right look at those numbers. right they go this number should be this one this one this one and and mm-hmm. it is i mean but you don't have to the machines
1: well they might, know it, okay though, so the next generation he says TurboTax is just Not good at all. Should I get my money back? No
0: way. (laughs) It's impossible.
1: Well, it just says you you answer the questions, but you don't fill out
0: the right forms. Right. Well, we had an issue with TurboTax Mm -hmm. recently. Never had that before, but it was because of a law change and it was a flaw in the system.
1: Right. It's
0: interesting that it's interesting to be using such a heavily used system and to find a bug. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting thing. So, Mm -hmm. anyways, Mm -hmm. so, okay. So, your dad, these amazing stupid machines (laughs) adding machines adding (laughs) (laughs) yeah right and then in the 80s the computers right Mm -hmm. and now you and the stupid computers green Mm -hmm. screens you know for transmitting data the forms were really crude you still had printer issues Mm -hmm. so the school was still kind of fast enough you know to where the human could use a machine the machine was slow enough that you didn't really have to be you know, your 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 efficiency of using the machine didn't really affect the job function because right. it was a slow using machine, right? Uh-huh. So it's like to use that ten key, I mean you can whip on that calculator, but oh, you yeah. still gotta look at it, you gotta retype in your typewriter. So, you know, the mm. scale of the variance of efficiency is kind of mitigated by the rudimentariness of these mm-hmm. simple caveman machines. <laughs> right? So Yeah. So now things are incredible. You mm-hmm. know. So ten years ago even, I mean I right. would say 20 years yeah getting old 20 years ago, yeah, old. 20, yeah. 20 years ago uh-huh. right so late 90s the 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 engineers of the time started really bringing technology to business and saying we can make everything faster with this internet mm-hmm. thing with these 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 screens which make it easy to process forms and connect data when i got into it in around 2000 like one of the big revolutionary things was that you could have a workstation and the application would be in a centralized server, so a client-server thing. So you mm. have like kind of like our is, you know, with the internet, like yeah. you. But it was inside of a building. Okay. So you would have bankers using this app, and the idea was that if you had to upgrade the system, you just upgrade one server, and it's easy to update the clients. But it's a much easier upgrade path than the internet. That was the where I got mm-hmm. my internship, and I was doing all our web stuff. Then the internet came, and immediately it was like screw this. We're taking this to instead of inside of a building, we're going global with it. We can put our workforce in India and Mm -hmm. we can have the application being run in New York or wherever they ran it. Right. So, so that brought this capability for the worker to be very productive and for the company to use these software systems to basically maximize productivity to where, you have the, the, for tax purposes, you upload your information into the machine. Mm-hmm. The machine does the processing and spits something out the, some guy's, some poor staff's work queue and says, line 15 is weird on this tax return. A hundred of them already went through, but this one was weird. Mm-hmm. So before, you'd have a hundred people stamping those forms validating well now the computer's validated all the information and the the it's identified the anomalies mm-hmm. and it's put that to a person. So you've reduced your workforce. But you have a much more highly skilled need because that guy who it's pushing the form to mm-hmm. has to, you know, he's gotta know these these anomalies rather than the run of the mill things. And the mm-hmm. person who's entering in this information, like at H and R block, right. they're they're hitting tab and then like, okay, first name here. Okay, where's your first name? So, or they're a young buck and they're all first, you know, like they're Mm -hmm. using the machine. But that old guy Mm -hmm. is going to get fired because he takes forever to put the fricking first name, last (laughs) name. It's like, quit looking at your hands while you type. You have more than one finger on each hand you could use. (laughs)
1: It's (laughs) funny that you say that because we didn't have typing it. I didn't like, I was just behind the computer in school. So like they they started typing class um, at my school in fifth grade when I was in eighth grade. And then they started making computer in high school a mandatory freshman class when I was a senior. So, yeah, I, so I was just,
0: just... You went to one of those, those farm schools.
1: I was just ahead of it. So I was talking to uh, my friend who was here the other weekend. Um, and I was like, I learned to type using instant messenger. And... I didn't want to be the slowest said, on typer. Your phone?
0: No, there weren't phones.
1: No instant <laughs> <Right>? messenger <laughs> right. on when I went aim? away to college. Yeah, <laughs> right. aim. and she said they just went. They just did away with it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's so sad. But, but so
0: use it for twenty years.
1: I personally didn't want to be a slow responder, so I started learning how to type really fast. That's that's how I learned how to type. Just right. sitting there chatting with friends online, because right, I didn't want to be slow. So well, I just
0: Slack kind of brought that back. Oh yeah. Slack brought that back because nice. beforehand there was no aim. Like we used Skype a little bit, but uh-huh. that was one to one conversation. Right. Um,
1: well, Instant Messenger is one to one. Right. But you right, can right. have many But I mean,
0: that went away and we text. Right. Like before phones, it was like, you know, hey, hey, <laughs> oh my God, what are you doing? And then someone was all, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> that was me. I was always, like, you guys are stupid. You know, I was the. Like, I was Mm -hmm. a troll. It was really fun.
1: When you chatted?
0: Yeah. Well, that was, so I'm before your time. I was when we used to have discs to get on the internet Yeah, and we had to put a CD in and connect it to our modem and it would make these funny noises. And I would go and I would, you know, I wouldn't steal them because they left them on their front porches, but I would take everybody's internet minutes and I would have to sign up (laughs) and I'd have to, you know, and I'd get on and then you'd go on the web and it was like, you know, you'd go to, I don't even know how we would get to websites. I don't know how, I don't remember.
1: AOL.com. And then we
0: used. Back in the day, I'm like that. We used something called Netscape, and you would get mm -hmm. you would use AOL, Mm -hmm. and then you would connect a browser. and I I don't know if Google. I think, I think Yahoo was around. I don't think Google was around yet. Not yet. But I think AOL, and uh-huh. I think we would search for things, and weird shit would come up.
1: No. Uh, like
0: digitized pictures of naked babes. I was 15. You
1: but know? you had to um, log, log into AOL or MSN. Like you had to have right. an account with Right. You had those... to pay for
0: internet access. Yeah. For on, for, yeah, you had to pay for internet mm-hmm. access. And we had to pay for browsers. You had to buy. Yeah. And Netscape was like 50 bucks.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. So like AOL was a browser. Right. And you had to have a subscription to it. That's crazy. You had to log in.
0: Right. And that so, was your okay. Email. So, horrible. anyways, right. Yeah. So, we're old. <laughs> we're old. And, and we've, we've, we were, well, well, but we were lucky enough to where we're actually not that old. You know, we're mid career. We, we mid-career. were
1: able to adapt to using
0: computers, right. though. Right. Like, video games came in when I was very young. Video mm-hmm. games today are totally nothing like the video games I played. I can't imagine them getting too much crazier. They're already like real life. Mm-hmm. So, but I can relate enough. You know, I know how to play games. I don't, you know. I know how to play games that are so hard it'll make people cry. And those saves. Three saves. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, three right. lives. Yeah. Three saves. You're dead. You cry. <laughs> you're at the end. You cry, you're done. You go outside. Get yourself together. <laughs> Two Mar Brothers I three. three. Everybody hours knows what I'm talking playing. about. Everybody's around those age. Everybody who's ever blown on a cartridge and fought the the loader. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. Unforgiving <laughs> games. Unforgiving. Made us tough. So So, so anyway, so we're, we're able to be in this culture, right? Mm -hmm. And most of our peers were also able to be, well, not, not all of them. The ones, the ones who were able to kind of embrace the technology Mm -hmm. are, are, I would say are doing okay. I would say that, that most of our friends are fine in the workplace. There are some guys who, who aren't, but I would say every, almost all of my friends who have good jobs Are using a computer Mm -hmm. to some extent, whether it's to design or communicate through emails and brochures and, Mm -hmm. and, and, um, demonstrations and PowerPoints, you know, that's all computer based stuff. Mm -hmm. So, so that's what is needed. We, the ones who have entered in that marketplace saw the opportunity and we took it. And I believe that we're seeing a lot of people who are our age who didn't get technology savvy on their own. Mm -hmm. They have a traditional education system and they're having trouble finding jobs. They're having trouble, you know, with finding their place in society, because if you don't have those skills, there's really a big gap between, uh, I would say wage wage earning capability. So, which takes me to kind of the end topic, which is the schools that we have, you sit there, you learn. You, you know, teachers puke information at 40 kids. For us that recognize opportunity and expose ourselves to technology on our own, we're able to succeed. You know, Mm -hmm. we are, we have jobs and we're doing okay. But that was because of interest, because of our own. Now you have an educational system, which is just pouring kids out. And I, I don't know that. You know, well, well, they're just they're just pumping kids through the system,
1: right? And there's we don't have factories anymore,
0: right? And and you have you have we are bursting at the seams with this traditional educational system, which spawned mm-hmm. from factory worker needs, and and what we were kind of talking about, you know, before we we started was the change in environment and the needs of the workplace have changed so drastically in 20 years. Mm-hmm. So 20 years ago, typewriters, keypads, Right. then the internet, you know, light computers, computers are really slow and clunky mm-hmm. within the last 20 years, the capabilities of, of computers to globalize and efficient, mm-hmm. make processes incredibly efficient has increased ridiculously. And the tools available, like, you know, and companies have to keep up, but the educational system in the last 20 years is the same.
1: Right. And, um, I just wanted to make the point that like, if you th- think about any job you've ever had, you're always sitting in front of a computer. Everything that you do is in front of a computer. I mean, there's buildings with cubicles and every <laughs> cubicle has a computer. So oh. even like, like, uh, phone call centers they're on the computer typing away they're reading scripts like we're all all of our workplaces are based off of restaurants computer.
0: restaurants even bars um
1: yes um even uh, you mentioned me cashiering like cashiering is you're sitting at a right. you're staring at a computer you're typing um, your menu computer. is on the computer it's a touchscreen right. computer um it does all the calculations for you um and if you
0: work in a professional Situation mm-hmm. you have a computer in front of you most I would say. most which ones wouldn't
1: well i don't know audio
0: well an, yeah an audio guy would have a very sophisticated m- machinery firemen that's true firemen well policemen have computers. Policemen
1: have computers, even like um a t and t people they have they have computers and right for sure uh-huh.
0: dispatch and stuff uh-huh. like that.
1: No, in their vans. They have right. I mean, work vans right. and it's, stuff. Yeah. They're actually tech, tech, techno, techno, tech.
0: They're technicians.
1: Yeah. Um, so I would say that 95% of jobs <laughs> yeah. require people.
0: Well, jobs with benefits, decent yeah. <laughs> wages, full time. Um, like the jobs mm-hmm. that you really an adult job, the mm-hmm. job that you even, want to have, Even you go to the doctor's of your... office now. Of course.
1: They have computers in every, every yeah. room. So, or in most, most places. The good ones. Yeah. Um, so, we, we don't have our kids. We're still learning out of books. And a lot right. of school learning is not the kids on the computer. And yet, that's what you have to do when you go into a job. Right. Into and the work and fit,
0: textbooks have become a racket. It used to be a tool. It used to be, you know. They don't even
1: use textbooks anymore. Um, our high schoolers—they leave their textbooks either at home or in their lockers. But they have textbooks. They have them, but they don't use them. So
0: I'm just saying. So, Mm -hmm. so it's a racket. Mm -hmm. So somebody's selling those textbooks. And Mm -hmm. back in the day, you had a textbook, and the teacher had it, and and she would they would he she would share notes out of the textbook. Mm -hmm. We would have to buy it in college. Um, but that was because there was no other way to get that information mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they used to have an old school textbook. So, so now the information can be digitized. Mm-hmm. Um, they should be using a, a computer to search through their textbooks and mm-hmm. to actively use like the, t- oh. the, the textbook on a computer is way more effective than an index and a glossary.
1: Right. Um, that's so interesting. So, um, I'm getting my master's in education technology right Maybe. now. Finish. (laughs) I'm gonna finish. I'm almost done. And
0: being a master has a lot of responsibility.
1: One of my colleagues, (laughs) um, I know, um, is a community college teacher and um, she's recently implemented an online textbook and it has so many more features
0: in it. Of course, it's a program. It's not right. Just call it a textbook, it's information. It's a program,
1: right? It's a textbook. Because it used to be in paper form.
0: <laughs> right. It's textbook because we don't know what else to call it.
1: Right. And um, even um, 10 years ago when I was getting my teaching credential, um, we would go to these work um, conferences. And the textbooks that they have in schools come with CDs and all this online material right. and all this extra material and actually supplemental material. Right. And so, in high school, like, the students have access to that. Right. More so than the elementary kids. Right. Because the elementary kids aren't they even being taught how to use a computer. Right. And that's what they should be doing. Right. Um, some schools That's interesting. Do, they don't know
0: how to Google. Nobody knows how to Google. Those kids right. know how to, like, find. And if every question they have, the teacher should be like, that's a great question. Google it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me help you Google it. <laughs> well, there should be a computer in every classroom for that.
0: Right, right. That's a, a really that good idea. That could be like
1: a week. Someone's job that week is to Google. So no,
0: you just have a computer that answers. Like you got a question, you go ask that machine.
1: Well, no, but I think it should be like so. Like starting in first grade, the one the your job of the week is you're the researcher. Nice. So anytime a student has a question that needs to be Googled, that person gets to go on the computer and do it. So you and have, so you change every week. Right. And you uh, have to have
0: like an open question forum where you mm-hmm. like, you field questions. What are you guys thinking about? Cause you know,
1: mm-hmm. cause no, they come up all the time.
0: You. Really nice.
1: Oh yeah. Why do my farts smell? And and kids, <laughs> as they get older, like third and fourth grade, they they start questioning what you're telling them.
0: Nice. That's they fantastic. Say,
1: it is. And they'll say, Can you Google (laughs) what's the blah blah blah? You know, because teachers don't know everything either. They
0: shouldn't. They're just teachers,
1: right? (laughs) They're following a curriculum guide. They're following forty kids, (laughs) exactly. So, um, you know, they're trying to get the lesson across. But actually, when I was getting my credential, we're we're taught not to do that. It's called direct teaching. Like it's you're not really trying to. That's the old school way of teaching is direct teaching is when teacher stands up and lectures t- lectures and tells information kids take notes or whatever and regurgitate that is like there's right. really so we're trying point to change ways, that we 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 don't there's really no point to that but are they still
0: doing they're still doing that right I'm sure all of them yeah of the because kids. it's the
1: easiest way for the teacher to keep control right. of
0: the classroom well, but this is it because these teachers are all now fifty
1: no, it's just the easiest way this is what kids like kind of expect. Right. It's what they think school is. Poor kids. So you what I've I've experienced inquiry based learning classes and they're really cool because it's like the the kids come up with the answers. I mean the, the teachers are there to guide because if they're way off you have to <laughs> direct them into the right. Right, into the right way.
0: No spiders cannot turn you into that <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs>
1: right spiders yeah exactly but i saw it in a movie movies are not real so um but you really want the students doing learning and the teaching well sharing of information right
0: i think that absolutely absolutely well, it's good. To, it's good that I believe that the initiatives are being out there. But mm. you have how? What percentage of teachers do you think have changed or been added in the last ten years? Do you think eighty percent of the people who were teaching last oh, in the yeah. last ten years I are don't still know. teaching? No, it's probably very high. It's. I mean, there's, you know, I think if an average career is twenty five years, there's, you know, some you could do some math to see in the last ten years, this is the number of people that are still teaching. It's a very high percentage.
1: Well, so uh, um,
0: so you have the implementation the, challenges and then we have the we we have to figure out how to produce applicable workers in an environment which is changing so rapidly i mean in my career in 5 years we've gone from web to to mobile
1: oh, applications to apps, yeah
0: and there's a place for apps i mean there's a place mm-hmm. for web apps mm-hmm. and there's a place for mobile apps and we've introduced this new platform for delivering receiving and capturing information and and even if the education had been ready for the web and implemented the web like perfectly mm-hmm. to where you have google in every classroom now you can have tablets in every classroom mm-hmm. so
1: they do have that
0: but i mean but the technology is is increasing so quickly
1: oh right but
0: and it's also the landscape because my skills 15 years ago are very minimally applicable today, so it's it's like you have this moving target. How can an educational system keep up with a moving target?
1: Okay, well there there are ways. Um, so from so adaptability, you have to teach kids to be adaptable. I see to adapt, but we don't need to rote learn and we don't need to memorize so there's different types of learning and um or questions and the first one the lowest degree is knowledge it's like basically just regurgitating facts we don't need that anymore because right. google we can google facts. it we can siri can tell us those answers Stupid series, like
0: man, shit for me how about that
1: <laughs> I'm just I mean, I'm just right. saying. Like, the,
0: on the commercial, she seems very helpful, but it's a piece of shit. Um, Doesn't know what I'm saying. I don't
1: remember the different levels, but basically it's like critical thinking is the, at the end. Um, so
0: there are these attributes of Types a, of
1: questions that we need to get. Oh, comparing and contrasting. I see. Um, so you're, you're going critical beyond thinking. just... Critical thinking is like the last one. But basically we want to teach all of our kids so... There's these four ad, four C's we call them in education in technology. So how can technology help with these four C's? The four C's are communication, collaboration, critical thinking, and creativity. So we want to teach those are the four things. But those we, four
0: tenants that make a well-rounded person if yes. they are skilled in those capabilities, skilled or a certain level, mm-hmm. then they can they will have a high applicability. To whatever it is they go for
1: exactly because um, they'll be able to be creative and think outside of the box. They'll be able to critically think and keep right. moving. You know,
0: they'll to... be able to use the tools effectively, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. right.
1: And then collaboration. Um, you know, you have to be able to right. You gotta work talk with, to work, people work well or... with others, and then right. communication is being able to communicate
0: right. Um, is,
1: sharing your ideas
0: is utilizing technology is teaching these these kids to be technologists Mm -hmm. of value like
1: in my whole program is how to get um technology in the classroom in order to
0: i see to to facilitate facilitate those
1: those four c's i see um where people are getting there but they're so far behind like you said uh mentioned like or even i've mentioned so like in school I bet you that the students are using the computer about not even once a day, you know, right. where... Um, they... Where
0: there's so much interesting content available to them to, through the computer. There's mm-hmm. so many interesting things that they could be using it for, and they're using it for...
1: Um, there are some teachers who do like Google. You go on to log into Google Classroom and then f- um, fill out a Google Form, just like a survey. Or something like but you that. You need
0: more than one computer.
1: No, each student has a computer. Right. No, these are these are when they hand out the laptops and say, "Hey, go do this assignment." But the thing, but I've that's not that's like what I'm saying is that's maybe once a week.
0: Right. And really, once a week or day.
1: No, once a week. It's not even once a day. Oh. They're not on a computer once a day.
0: But that's do you think that's that's because the teacher has limited computer prowess?
1: No. They don't have it built into the curriculum,
0: right? They it don't need, have it built so into the curriculum. curriculum. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not a thing that has to occur at a particular time for a certain duration. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, let's get some computers out.
1: Mm-hmm. And and some schools, um, public schools have tech, uh, have lab computer lab time, right? So they do have like twice a week, twice a week, right? So they get to be, they go for an hour twice a week. So you're saying that? So yeah, I'm in school for. 40 hours a week and two hours of that time.
0: I'm going to say it's a money thing. I'm going to say that that schools would love to have for everybody to have a computer, but that they can't afford it. The maintenance on keeping all those computers is it's, it's, it's expensive. Keeping the network, keeping the security, keeping, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I think that there's a lot of an- ancillary monetary challenges with which come to giving everybody a computer because what you're saying seems like it's a limitation of resources like you gotta go to a computer lab like everybody should always have a computer at their desk all the time mm-hmm. I think but I think it sounds like number one those that hardware is not available um, and the curriculum is lacking well I don't know which I don't know which is you know they don't have a pile of laptops in the closet which aren't being used they just don't there aren't enough laptops to give uh, everybody no, that's, something.
1: that's absolutely not true. They have um, – Okay. So at our daughter's school, there are um, laptops in every classroom. They're just not ever used. They're not so, used on a daily basis.
0: So it is a, a order of, of, of integration into curriculum. Yeah. At your school – now, that's a very nice school. Do you think all schools have that available –
1: um, See the problem? No, is... I think even your dad was saying there are a set of Chromebooks, but he doesn't. He wouldn't know what. To well, use he doesn't. Know
0: he's an old man, um, and that maybe that's a problem.
1: Right, and then and other schools where they have the te- the computer labs, there are Chrome- there are carts also. Right. So they do have lack of resources, I would say. Um, but and and actually, yeah, it's a ton of money. But there's a ton of grants out there that you can do for. That are for those purposes. But the actual cost, um, so a class set of laptops is like $30,000.
0: A class?
1: Yeah, because they're at $400. It's a lot of money. Right. $400 a piece times so, 30. So, well,
0: pricing is, is, is getting low, right. So Whatever
1: I said, 12000 Is it 12000 I don't know. It's doesn't something matter. Right. It's something. A million dollars. It's, it's, it's Well, it's an increase yeah. in cost
0: for sure. Mm-hmm. It's definitely more expensive than mm-hmm. six text. mm-hmm. textbooks.
1: Textbooks? Textbooks are not that much. If you much, had okay. six
0: textbooks for every student, that could be, yeah, that'd be well. If it's six hundred dollars, you get a laptop. And so, anyways, I believe that that we're in the midst of the reappropriation of funds away from stand, from classically issued materials, mm-hmm. pen, you know, I don't know, textbooks,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we're transitioning into computers. So, that side of the challenge. I mean, that's a huge infrastructure. You have networking issues. Like that's a huge, I would say they're making good, good progress, but they're way too slow. But once they build the network to avail, to give internet to everybody securely and safely and limit the websites, cause you got to do all that stuff. It's a lot of configuration. Like you have to have, you have mm-hmm. to staff a network guy or have, you know, a contract with these guys. So there's a lot of technology, technological challenges with, with, with having, that many laptops or computers. Um, But that is the workforce.
1: You know what the biggest problem is? What? The kids forget their passwords and can't log in.
0: Right. Well, that'll go away real soon. Right. That'll go, you shouldn't need to call an IT person. So I think that the teachers should need to be a little more technologically trained. And that's an interesting opportunity there.
1: So that's, no, that's my job. That's what my, my master's degree is for.
0: Right. Like if they forgot their password, click the forgot password button.
1: And they don't have them on there, <sighs> or they do, but then they well, then they their... need
0: right. So that's that's bullshit. Like that,
1: the teacher has the password. Well, these poor,
0: these passwords. Maybe kids need to learn how to create a password. Right. Like they just have to learn how to make.
1: They need to write it down somewhere in their. It shouldn't
0: it. be something crazy that has been given to them. They should pick it. They but...
1: do pick it. I'm pretty nice. Sure.
0: I. I'm agree. not
1: sure, but the, that's an it's a huge thing because right. even in the well, that's the most the petty math, of issues. The math game that they have. So I, I only know because I'm I'm a sub and I'm untrained in these in these programs. So whenever I'm given these assignments, the kids are like, "Oh, I forgot my password. What do I do?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Figure it out."
0: You're gonna see five fingers across your
1: eyes. <laughs> you're gonna see. And like um, we had a new student who needed a password, and then his password he couldn't remember. Like well, five that's minutes, a really. Five fucking minutes later, piss poor. Five minutes later, he couldn't remember his password.
0: That's interesting.
1: So it's like okay, um, there's things like that that are an issue because they want to log You have to log into your How, account. What, what grade? Fifth grade. See, so these guys,
0: know. I would say a 50% of imagine. them have an Xbox username. Right. So. They should know. They.
1: But kindergartners forgot their passwords in this game.
0: Kindergartners should not have passwords. <laughs> kindergartners should not. Use, like, so that the. It,
1: it's a from, picture. From a pass, technological. Password. It's like.
0: It doesn't it's matter. It's like
1: penguin. If,
0: so. So passwords, so, so it's interesting because I understand the other side of like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know, I can't believe what I'm hearing, Mm -hmm. but I understand the reason for a password and that's because you have individual accounts and you're granting individual Mm -hmm. accounts. Well, it's fucking stupid to require that a kindergarten has an individual account.
1: Well, no, because it's their own progress. Ah, they're, they're logging into a game.
0: The teacher needs to fucking handle that for them. The teacher needs to be the proc The teacher needs to, you can't. Poor children.
1: I don't know how they. What's pick your up. password? I don't remember. So there's a game. every
0: time, Steven, <laughs> you forget your password. This is getting ridiculous. Okay, this is getting ridiculous.
1: <laughs> I forgot my password. So I'm just saying. So that's one issue that I've seen. My God. Like, as a I sub, I'm not a teacher, so I don't have the list. But no, I understand. as a sub, it's like I come in here and it's like, okay, we're there's play a on forgot password today. button on all
0: web forms for a reason <laughs> right. because everybody forgets to password, right, right. but if a, if a kindergartner doesn't have a forgot password button we got problems because now we're escalating into level two support like now you gotta te- if teacher doesn't have the tools or the spreadsheet to solve that problem now you gotta call a network guy mm-hmm. the network guy is the same network guy that installs the network and now he's got to come help some stupid kindergartner <laughs> reset his password so that's right. a technological limitation like that's right. I can't believe I'm not sure. Sh- That's a state of affairs.
1: I'm not sure the actual thing, but they oh, can I'm play sure. the password game the entire time. What? Yeah, it's like in in this particular program. The
0: password game?
1: Yeah, it's because the password is a series of pictures that they pick. Okay. And if they forget it, they just keep doing it over and over. It's That's like, not a
0: password game. That's guessing. Right. No,
1: it's, it's part of the... Yeah, anyway.
0: Oh, that's interesting. The software has a thing that Uh you can do Uh while poor teacher (laughs) gets on the fucking phone (laughs) with tech support. Yeah. (laughs) With some fucking tech support rep who didn't go to school to learn technology is using some shitty computer. And that poor fucking soul is saying, it's a unicorn, (laughs) a rainbow, and a pot of gold. Okay. (laughs) I've got the information right here. What's your, what's your password, teacher? Okay. What's the student's name? Okay. Unicorn, rainbow, pot of gold. Oh my god. Something
1: like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I so that's imagine. like like user thing. That's like it's huge. that's like the kids' problem.
0: That's a huge. That's I like now that you said it. Mm-hmm. So even for adults, mm-hmm. it's fucking huge. Right. It's yeah.
1: I forget my password all the time, but right. luckily I get to forget password and then I get to make a new one
0: right you get email time but I kids log need in. that kids uh-huh. need an email like mm-hmm. kindergartners should have probably should have an email
1: they yeah
0: not a spam spammy email but something that's right. monitored by their school because right. then you can get a password sent like uh-huh. that alone would justify they might with chromebooks like there's probably i'm sure that well, there are, are
1: so so the kindergartners get iPads
0: but i'm sure, right but i'm sure my my point is that these software vendors have a solution for that problem mm-hmm. And I think one of those challenges, though, is that you've got multiple software vendors, you've got software vendors changing all the time, Mm -hmm. and you have these poor teachers who can't spell software vendor.
1: (laughs) Well, and they have to keep track of 40 passwords. They have to be tech support. They actually should have
0: some kind of technical training from these software companies. Like, they should be able to themselves override a password. Right. But I guarantee that they can't because these software companies, it's a piece of shit. Right. Like, everybody sold everybody on this magical piece of software. Mm -hmm. And what was developed barely got all the checkbox checked. And they're like, no, no, no. See, password's fine. You just got to call Larry. And Larry can look at your password and he'll tell you. We got to get on the phone queue. Well, Larry's actually in another country. But I mean, um, that, that's, that's the extent of I don't of know bullshit. the solution.
1: I don't know like what to do because I, I wasn't trained in very this very eye-opening. Background. But right. So that's one right.
0: thing. I bet that's 75% percent that's of calls. And
1: that's not... The teacher problem, the because te- there's the teachers um, are not trained in a lot of stuff well, right. To, in order to feel comfortable to actually use technology, right. And then there's the limitations of like you said, funding for the actual right. computers, and then the network keeping it safe because safety secure and, absolutely and safety is a huge issue, um, but. I was in one class where they said that the teacher could look at all the screens.
0: Yeah, that's that's a lot of screens to look at. Right. And you got to be able to identify. I mean, you she could can, say is hot dog not hot dog? Like you could go like that. Kids looking at penises. We got to get that off. Well, but, you know,
1: it, you can see if different if too many tabs are open, and then you can
0: right cl- close But them. that's that's a very that, oh no! That's but a very so the thing,
1: thing. is, there's is a thing called digital citizenship, which we're all learning in my program also, and it's, it's yours. So teachers are supposed to be teaching, and I think they do it more in the older, in the high school grades. For Sure. But it's basically like, obviously, all of the the rules and regulations to using the. So if I'm going to give you this computer, you need to use it responsibly. That's bullshit. And there's a contract, though a sure, sure, contract. Sure. Fuck like, it. I don't want
0: to sign the contract.
1: Then you don't get to use a computer. Yeah.
0: So fuck that. Then then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's fascism.
1: Well usually second graders aren't going to say I'm not going (laughs) to sign the contract. That's fucking
0: crazy. You better not have – it's it's not within their legal right to sign that contract. No,
1: the parents sign it for them. But it it outlines the reasons why, like safety reasons, like don't share personal information. You've got to paint those computers
0: gold and you've got to make them something. That's a very interesting thing. I
1: think too. I think it's true because I've heard sometimes like you should maybe not have access to YouTube or you should only have certain channels that are kids safe or educational Things, but yeah, um, but then other teachers are are showing um, like wildcrats in the classroom. They're doing that by law. Right, nice, they've Amazon. got their prime. Mean, they've got their prime. That's yeah, illegal. Exactly. <laughs> I think Amazon that's who prime. gives
0: a shit, right? That's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's using a resource. Wildcrats. And
1: then my kid,
0: my kids know the different seals because she wants wildcrats.
1: The school broadcasts. Uh, she knows radio, how peerage uh, class? How do they do that? So like you log on, or you just—it's a link for Is what to everybody. There's like a news, news, weekly news video that's done. Is that would that be just done through in like email? They click a link, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. You just email every teacher the uh-huh. link, and then they just
0: possibly or they go to a particular place which has that content show.
1: Right, like a Google Classroom, and then
0: something like that. They mm-hmm. go to my daily info feed, and yeah. it's
1: there. Yeah.
0: But that's interesting because okay. we're. I, I,
1: so you're still on a network then. For sh- what? So you're sharing that video. Could be in a program though.
0: Let's say it one more time.
1: Um, like we're talking about, like security and safety of. Uh, yes. um, information. So how do you keep it? In one area. Yeah,
0: that's what I was kind of I was kind of thinking about. Is so in China they're holding systems lockdown. Um, it's the internet is is and I was that's kind of an interesting thing because we're kind of in this intermediate phase where you know so back in the day, ten fifteen years ago, you Google something, there was one. There was one result. You know now you Google things, it's like results that aren't applicable but have the same search criteria, and so we have this vastness of of information being returned by this you know by Google or whatever it is. So we have this search engine, which 10 years ago, you could find what you were looking for. And now you have a search engine, which it's hard. You have to sift through the bullshit to mm-hmm. find what you're looking for.
1: Would you also have to teach kids at an early age how to do that?
0: I, I think that we're, we're, I don't know what's going to be next, but maybe it's apps. Mm-hmm. But, but the way that we get to information is going to change. Like mm-hmm. Google will be something that we'll use to find solutions to hard questions It's not going to be something that, you know, we won't type news into Google. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. kids, kids will be looking for the answers to their questions using probably an app or something like Mm -hmm. that. So, so I think that, that the way that you limit access is by creating a distinct entry point that you can monitor. Mm -hmm. Like if you go to Google, Mm -hmm. Anybody goes to the same Google. I mean, right. actually, realistically, your Google is a little different than mine because it has search history and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But but if we put something in between the student and Google, then if they search for something interesting, we would never even send that to Google. Right. So it's kind of like you put this this prohibitor on top of the search. You, don't, you never go to Google. You go to Classroom Google. And Classroom Google, you know, limits what the students can search. And that, that's kind of the only way to do it. You can't... You can't really limit what results are returned when you type in a Google search,
1: right? So you're ju- you're basically talking about like research, though. Um, I'm well, th- I was thinking more specifically, like maybe like a Blackboard program or something, or like Google Classroom, where you could put the links or that right. you want your that's, kids that's, that's a to proof, see. It. Right. So that's and then actually, when I was getting my credential, there are programs, um, there are websites. For kids research. I forget what they're called, but it's like newsforkids.com or something like sure. that. And then they can Google in that. They don't Google. They can search
0: but, in but, those. Right. So these are these tools developed by an individual mm-hmm. who are available to the masses. And where we need to go is we need to have a curriculum which this thing is developed around. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it has to be, and it should be configurable by the teacher. But But we need to change how content is delivered to the classroom. Technology is the way to do that. Mm -hmm. If we don't introduce computers to children young and we don't have teachers who can teach them how to use computers, the job – like the whole environment which surrounds these kids in the real world is changing so rapidly. Like Mm -hmm. there's going to be a disconnect between – Education and industry, mm-hmm. I guess that they say, because because industry adapts and then education has to then follow the trends that industries have adapted to. So we're going to have it. But I think that's interesting by the four C's that you, you were talking about, mm-hmm. that using those types of attributes combined with a fluid technology implementation. Mm-hmm that reiterates those things that you could potentially have 30 of those 40 kids being effectively trained or Mm -hmm. taught Mm -hmm. and and the teacher though i think the teacher has to improve their technology capabilities to be able to monitor the systems themselves have to improve because Mm -hmm. if if i i would totally imagine like i didn't know like I can't imagine a kindergarten like God. Fifty percent of your kindergartners are going to forget the freaking mm-hmm. picture password every day, and the teacher doesn't have the ability to like override and and get involved. And the reason they don't is because it's probably this online system, and you know, one poor guy doing support is catering to 150 schools because that's what the sales guy contracted. So we're really in this challenging time. And I,
1: right, know- so right that's just the password and then you have a whole bunch of for sure right you've got
0: crashes you've got can't get on the internet you've got oh yeah i've
1: had to troubleshoot a bunch of times like where they can't even you can't even log on it's
0: almost like the provider of that software should staff a teacher
1: Mm -hmm. um or train them very well and by train a training session can't be a one a one day training right it has to be over the course like a t- like once a week training almost. like it's almost like
0: you got you should get paid more for learning that mm-hmm. that's the only way teachers are going to do it add a new column for that knowledge but yeah i think i think that's interesting and that that's where it needs to go i think that where it's at mm-hmm. we are way far the off the
1: gap is too it's far it's ridiculous i think that there's a whole p- generation that's not working. Right. well we've
0: got ten, right and we've got pro- the, they're not going to implement these changes for at least another five years.
1: No, so, they're, they're trying, but, the, but the implementation
0: right. is, is, you know, by the, the implementation, mm-hmm. t- the effective implementation is five years away, which means that it will probably not affect, it will affect the sixth graders in mm-hmm. five years. The sixth graders will be, maybe we can start reigning in these, you know, Well, our- unless
1: it also depends though, because I mean, I imagine that a lot of these kids, well, I don't know, our, our kids have access to, well, it's interesting. To iPads
0: Xbox, and stuff. Xbox, PlayStation. Okay, so these kids right. are actually interfacing with mm-hmm. these systems. So, so their ability to work with technology. They're going on game things. They're searching YouTube mm-hmm. for things that they're interested in. Like generally, you know, a I mean, lot
1: of them have iPhones or like play with their parents' iPhones.
0: Right. So their exposure to uh-huh. technology. In fact, that's kind of interesting. And, and there will be a lot of probably less fortunate children but probably a lot of children have xboxes and, and, mm-hmm. tech, and they understand menu systems and how to navigate mm-hmm. through information mm-hmm. and that's what's teaching them the applicable skills right then they go to school and they learn this dumb shit which they have mm-hmm. to spit back out on a test and get reprimanded for not remembering dumb shit nobody gives a shit about right so, so really these kids are learning by their exposure to technology and then they're going to school which is not Technologically, nothing technolo- technological. Um, about there,
1: it. There's a little like the the teacher hooks up a computer to the projector,
0: right? But when they when they're playing when games they're, and their social life,
1: but when they're right, but when they're doing work out of a workbook, right? I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, these
0: poor kids. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Why Why are we doing this? Right. Why are, right. And um, I if think even game, our high schooler said that the other day that. He was doing a life cycle, and they had to cut it out and color it <laughs> and paste it. And I just kind of laughed. I go. He's in a
0: radio class, though.
1: I was like, "Well, yeah, but I I just taught a lesson on that for second graders. <laughs> they did the same thing. There's no reason the why second graders and seventeen and seventeen year olds should be doing the same thing.
0: Because teacher found lesson plan. Because teachers got to get through another day.
1: Yeah, but they could have been doing it on the computer. Could have been. But they don't know how to do own. it.
0: They don't know how. That's the problem, is it? So we've got people. not the
1: second graders, but the seventeen year old. The seventeen should. year old's
0: teacher is just right. as, oh, just right. as trained and just as capable as a second grade teacher. Mm-hmm. Like n- the lesson that they that they mm-hmm. gave, you know, the seventeen year old could have made it a little more interesting. But mm-hmm. I would say that the tools available to that teacher were scissors, paper, and crayons. Mm-hmm. They didn't understand how to put it on a piece on a computer program. In fact, the computer program may not exist. They would not find it.
1: You can go, you can make that on Word. Like every student has to make their own. Like, here's a computer, here's that's a laptop, make your own life cycle, clip art, draw the arrows. That's
0: right. That's with better. text and arrows. Yeah, you could do it. And <laughs> exactly. yeah, go find some photos on Google. About no, you do clip
1: art, online clip art, sure. online pictures, insert. whatever. Mm,
0: so you don't busy. Google image icons? You're missing out.
1: No, uh, you t- insert online picture. And then you type, and then it brings up a fo- a, a window, and you type in butterfly. And Dick then... pics.
0: <laughs> no boobs.
1: Well, that stuff has to be um, blocked.
0: <laughs>
1: no, this is for Word.
0: No, I'm probably I not on really there. Know. But you're right. So, mm-hmm. so we have a workforce of people who are under trained, whether it's because the training isn't available to them or they're not interested in getting that training. We have a curriculum that does not require this training out of the teachers we have a we have a software environment which is just scattered mm-hmm. there's no there's no single software being used and and we have teachers who got in it ten years ago before phones mm-hmm. who can barely use their phone who have no interest in using a tablet or they're they're not technologists and these kids are technologists mm-hmm. Because of all of their experience, so we have to figure out we're wasting their time mm-hmm. we're, there's um, we're wasting their fucking time A lot of
1: the schools are not technologically advanced there's I've heard of these things I've never seen them, but there's there's whole classes where like the t- the students have clickers, so you you'd have like a smart board or like a projector where you have like a like a powerPoint but with questions and then like the, the students click on their clicker or the answer on their, their phone. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. With a remote, some yeah. kind of remote Some device. kind
1: of remote. So it's like, okay, what do you think? That's clever. So, yeah, so it's like multiple choice question up on the board. Everyone turns in their answer. Then next page is the results. You make it a game. Yeah. So then you see how many people got it right. So right then, that's assessment. Right there, you know. If 75% of the class got right. it right, then you got to go over it because not yeah. 80%. but
0: the problem is that, that by the time, like, the by the time you roll out a system like that those every the technology is obsolete because you have this physical hardware like they're Well
1: they're, they the they have apps
0: but but that is one of the challenges mm-hmm. is right. is creating a platform which is capable of advancing with technology i mean it doesn't have to be right on but mm. you know i mean there's this whole it's, it's interesting, you know, there's, that's, I
1: understand that. I guess, I it's, guess it's yes. a
0: challenge because by the time you phase one roll out in a particular district and you're ready to roll out to the rest of it, you're obsolete, you know, right. it's like, you can't have the strategic blanket technological impl- implementation across the board. And then five, then, then as soon as you're done implementing it, something new, right. came out. I, you know, we just got everybody laptops. Great iPads. You know, and it's like and they're cheaper, they're more capable, they're more secure, and and you know. So that's just that's just challenge. So I don't know.
1: here's an interesting thing, thought teachers, especially in the elementary grades, they don't need to like like you have to pass the test and for to like you have to learn a certain amount of information, right? But lessons aren't really set up that you actually have to know anything, right? You have, you have a book. <laughs> oh, yeah. It tells you what to say and it has the answers. Right. So that's interesting. anybody can do that. Right. Potentially. Anybody can. So it's more about how you portray the information. Right. And we need to completely hmm. train teachers in how to use technology. These these education technology programs
0: interest. How to cater the engagement? Yeah, how to engage? The how students to engage students through, technology. students
1: through technology? That's what what they should be learning in their credential program. Right. It should not. It doesn't matter. That's interesting. About knowledge That's of the subject.
0: Right. You need to have all of these people who have been trained to use the tools available, mm-hmm. and the tools available have to be have to be capable and applicable.
1: I mean. The basic structure, they do need to learn, know, like, lesson objectives and blah, 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 because you want to know. Sure,
0: but that stuff transcends. Right. Like, like that's the, that's like the framework of delivering content.
1: So, they need to know that, but they need to be learning how to apply the technology, how to use, how to meet the uh, four C's. Right. And how to use technology to deliver the lesson and to get the students to do create something right how to get the students to
0: right use those mm-hmm. those attributes to apply those attributes to results
1: uh-huh. and um your teachers I I believe need to be more facilitators so right you pose an open-ended question and the students that's their whole goal for whenever the next hour right and here's your computers whatever Right Figure it out, right. and then we share
0: right. Here's the tools you have mm-hmm. available here's and, the technological tools you have right. available to solve these problems,
1: right, and I mean, I don't know necessarily that it needs to be one to one if you have part groups sure, you can say, okay,
0: depending on the application depending right. on the the software program, it could be a totally a group project right you use a you know the, the computer becomes a tool right. more than an individual learning station
1: exactly. So you know that could cut down on
0: well the use right. of
1: computers, and you could have stations where you have in, half the class. No, but is doing the
0: computer does the, the computing, mm-hmm. and there's still other pieces. Like you don't right. have to fully abstract the concept. Exactly. The, the concept can be you know physical, like bridge building with popsicle sticks. Right. You can you can say how many popsicle sticks, what type of structure. You can put them into the program, and the program is going to say this will support this type of weight, mm-hmm. and determining how many popsicle sticks and what type of structure like that takes an initial research right there you're like okay let's try this structure with this many Mm -hmm. and then you run that pro you run those that configuration through the computer and the computer says sorry you know Mm -hmm. you need to support more weight and it could offer alternatives but you're using the computer as a tool rather than as a learning station
1: right and if so that that will help with like the lack of com- if you don't have one to one computers. So you don't need one. You don't one need one to one. Maybe you have, um, ten computers. Well, who
0: cares? I mean, right. that's that whatever you, you have. As many you computers have, as you need. You, Some days it makes sense to do one to one.
1: And, and it's a teacher's job to make sure that everyone is getting an equal amount of time on, actually on the computer, right. so that not one person's like that's monopolizing f- it. But, right, but yeah, that's well. Part no, of but group if it's work. a tool,
0: I mean, if it's a tool, like, but definitely, everyone needs to
1: know how to use right. the tool.
0: Well, actually, yeah, that's interesting because because you do need the computer to search. You do need many computers. The computer shouldn't be a one to one or a limited one to five. Like it's just like here's a bunch of computers to search. Here's a bunch of computers that do the the mm-hmm. the physics general mm-hmm. you know validation and. Have at it, you mm-hmm. know. And you can wait in line to do a search. You can mm-hmm. wait in line to do. Well, the typically you'd
1: have groups, table groups, and then. But
0: you do the critical thinking,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Collaboratively, exactly. And you go say, "Okay, these are the questions we need to right. ask." Like you formulate the questions, mm-hmm. you devise your solution, right? And the computers give you answers to your questions uh-huh. and validation of your right. your conclusions. Uh-huh. So you're really using them to validate your ideas, not to. Mm-hmm guide you through the lesson itself. Like it's right. not like step one, next, next, no, next. No, no. Like it, yeah, exactly. And, and that's, and that's, I believe
1: that the teacher can do that in front.
0: Right. But I think that's kind of, and maybe we'll talk about this next is, mm-hmm. is the role of the teacher in all of this, mm-hmm. because, you know, we've talked about that a computer, if it's a one-to-one relationship from student to computer, mm-hmm. that the teacher then becomes a facilitator in the computer itself and the program itself can take the student on an individualized course. You know I mean? It's it's fairly theoretical, Mm -hmm. but that a one-to-one relationship with a computer and a student would allow that student to grow based on their own pace. The computer would be able to kind of, you know, guide that student. Mm -hmm. But when you have a kind of this collaborative environment using computers as tools, then the teacher actually has to be a very integrated part because Mm -hmm. the teacher is like, okay, Go use, you know, like first of all, those numbers. You, there aren't even fields in the box to type in, you know. <laughs>
1: right, and and the teacher
0: has become a very
1: knowledgeable like, of how to use the computers, how to use the tools, phone.
0: but how to run these types of right. courses. Like,
1: and I'm so I'm imagining even it's
0: a big the, challenge. I think,
1: of course, but even if you you're showing the students first, so you have them all on the carpet, you have your computer up on the screen, and you pull up google search for example and you say okay who has a question and then you have that person come up type in their question and then we see what comes up you know and then you're showing the whole class here's what comes up now how do we sift through this information so you can do it as a whole class where you have the kids coming up with the questions you could type it yourself or you can have them you know like so you show them first then you allow them to go kind of do it on their
0: own. Well, yeah, I think, I don't know that we're talking about the same, like you're talking about probably test second, third graders. Yeah. And I'm talking about sixth, seventh and eighth graders. Mm-hmm.
1: No, but, sixth, seventh and eighth graders, no more.
0: Right. But a, a sixth, seventh and eighth grader would use a sophisticated com- computational mm-hmm. software program to mm-hmm. solve a problem. Oh, right. Whereas a second grader is not at that level, but they could get there. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would be a very interesting kind of um, method of, of application of education mm-hmm. is by the 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 result of the education of, you know, of the, the duration of education going mm-hmm. K through eight mm-hmm. would be that you understand how to use computers as a tool. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's what we're not. We're we're still a little afraid of computers. Mm-hmm. We still don't f- like these kids are worried to break them, or they're they don't know how to type, and they don't know how to you know the mouse. Like our kids use a mouse pretty mm-hmm. good; they can kind of navigate around, but they don't. You know that's because we have computers everywhere. There are a mm-hmm. lot of households where the computers like don't touch the computer, right. but well, to where the computers have machine. to become more of a disposable, like a calculator. Like mm-hmm. if we, we have tens of you know tons of calculators we lose them they break Mm. we don't give a shit about them and i think that's the role that we have to get to with computers where we are learning that they can do particular things to help us solve problems Mm -hmm. but we have to collaboratively determine which problems need to be solved Instead of right. logging onto a computer and going next, next, yeah, it's no, like no. drag the ball into the basket, and it's like no, 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 like we that's 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 not how we shouldn't. Sure, computers are fun with games. Sure, you can use games to teach mm-hmm. simple concepts, but a tax person uses a computer to enter tax person. I use a computer to, you know, build mm-hmm. those tax programs. Mm-hmm. You use a computer to create graphics and stuff, and I think that that we really need to I think that's that would be you know we talked about what do the students need today mm-hmm. they need to be able to grab a computer by the balls and make it work for them mm-hmm. and and that's and and in any direction that they want to make it work but they need to they need to grab that computer look at it in the fucking screen and say <laughs> you're my bitch and you're going to do my work instead of don't break it oh mommy's going to be mad if i you well, know.
1: that's that's interesting. So yeah, like so, part of the um, my master's program where you got it excited,
0: is, huh? I got excited.
1: Yeah, <laughs> is um, that they they can use the computers to like to make movies and PowerPoint presentations, right? And multimedia but those are tools
0: for multimedia usage. Mm-hmm. There's there's tons of there's there there's tons of things a computer can do. Like it can. It can build those multimedia programs,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, so it, it,
1: yeah, we have to teach coding at a young age. Well, too.
0: Not, 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 not to, to everybody, not to everybody. Right. But I mean, no you matter.
1: expose it to them.
0: Well, to find out who it's for right. and who it's not. But, but, but that's my point is that mm-hmm. the computer is a tool to facilitate so many different types of, of things, mm-hmm. videos, photo editing, like
1: Like um, Shutterfly, coding. like scrapbooking and stuff, digital right. scrapbooking.
0: Right. Using So that's, but using the computer as a tool Mm -hmm. to do things, because that's what we do in our job is we, we, you know, a lot of people you enter in forms, but like I work for a software company Mm -hmm. and those people have to understand how software works. Like Mm -hmm. everybody there understands that we're building a a program Mm -hmm. and everybody there understands that their time at desk is somehow or another related to us building a computer. They're either validating that it works or adding new screens or testing it or adding new features based on feedback. And that's all based around using the computer as a tool to develop software. Mm -hmm. And when I used to work at that other company that did graphics, Mm -hmm. those people were producing images and we were making those images interactive. And so that's a totally different way to use this tool. Mm-hmm. And you know, for an educator, you guys would use it to create media, you know, powerpoints or pro, you know, things for t- so well, we it's have to
1: regurgitation of knowledge or how to solve well, a problem. Well, you
0: can create a lesson using a computer to you I mean there's all kinds of tools. You probably could create your own game. There's probably a program out there that would allow you to create your own game to do math and you would be able to pick all these different mm-hmm scenarios and graphics and, and, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, types of math and, but you need to, as a teacher, learn how to use the computer in that, from that perspective.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think it's very, I think that's, you know, again, we don't have to get too far into it, but I, th- and, and, and the type of teacher mm-hmm. that would be able to facilitate each individual student to nurture how they can use a computer as a tool. Like that is a special, that's, I don't even know how would you do that? You know, Jimmy likes to make photo, like to play with graphics and, and you know, Kim Jong over there likes to make games Mm -hmm. for Jimmy to play. (laughs) Right. So you need to have a teacher who's like, okay, you know, you can use a computer to make the game and you can use a computer to make the graphics for the game. Mm Mm-hmm. And this kid can make the instruction booklet on the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, the it, computer it can is a tool.
1: Can be done. But you had to make Better sure You pay that... him more. No. Like,
0: now we need more expensive, highly trained teachers, and we need
1: fairly capable hardware. No, you have to train the new... The new teachers have to be trained like that.
0: Actually, the, older the new ones... teachers need to have the computer taught as a tool mm-hmm. from a young age and by the time that kindergarten is ready to teach he'll be he or she will be a badass
1: we have to um i mean it's it's great what you're saying but we're battling we're battling teachers who are still <laughs> who aren't even considering these critical things you know like who are still direct teaching and re- requesting knowledge I know. and those kids that have come that generation um, that's that's out there that's who can't think for themselves who right. can't think critically They're the teachers <laughs> barely regurgitate information can't hold jobs can't get a job can't can do basic basic stuff like right doesn't
0: understand why they've been paying their credit card for five years and it hasn't gone down
1: yeah like (laughs) just little things like that that is i mean they're so so we have to change
0: the solution is really to build the software into the computers Mm -hmm. so that the teachers the existing teachers can basically take a step back and let the computers do the teaching like like we do for the interim, the computer has to kind of take over as the role. And the computer may need to do next, next, next for interesting subjects. And eventually Well,
1: that's that's the, what they're starting to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And
0: eventually the teacher will be engaging and understand the power of these computers. But 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 right now we've got probably another fuck ten years of teachers who kind of probably more than that.
1: Um. Yeah. So, like, like
0: ten, there's ten years. How many teachers don't give a shit about? Well,
1: computers? there's right. So it's I mean, I just we just learned a a whole like lesson on it. There's like there's people called um, not late late adopters, it's true, sure. early adopter, reluctant, late adopters, right. reluctant teachers,
0: reluctant um, right? Yeah, they just that's interesting because I it. I, it's, I heard about early adopters, three, but the other side of it is
1: three years. Is they say it takes for these teachers to change their current so so it depends on the school right and the curriculum and right, the state. Right. you know like if the state said hey everybody's doing this then we could do it but i don't know how long it changes yeah at the state no level. that's um even at the charter school um who where they have a project-based learning curriculum um and they use computers to create things they still have other classes where they're just like,
0: no, I that's it's
1: crazy. It's so, like,
0: right now, you know, I'm so like, we're I in our late were 30s, they're kind of
1: innovative, but like the rest of the curriculum, but we're in like, our mid wah. to late 30s. Mm-hmm.
0: You're ready to implement this, and mm-hmm. you just went through education. And I would say that there's a high percentage of people that are your age who would be totally willing, they're not going to do it on their own, but if mm-hmm. somebody brought to them the tools. And the training mm-hmm. that they would be able to adopt it. Mm-hmm. What percentage, and I believe that most people younger than you would also be able mm-hmm. to do this, but how many people are older? What percentage of teachers are older than you that are teaching? You think 50%? I mean, I would say that might be fair, maybe.
1: Mm, probably. Right? Well, like from
0: your age till my 60. Age is... Like you're right in the middle. Yeah. So we've got fifty percent of teachers, and and you are technology. You are more or less a technologist. I mean, mm-hmm. you use social media tools. There are a lot of people who are your age who didn't use social media tools. Just Facebook's the only one they know. Maybe MySpace. You know, if you remember MySpace, yeah, you're old, we know <laughs> Friends who you are. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old, yeah dating yourself. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, if you're like if you were exposed to that stuff, then you have the ability. So fifty percent of people your age and old, or fifty percent of teachers are older than you. The older they get, they're less likely or less capable to be able to utilize these tools. And 50% older, you we're talking for the next, there's going to be teachers for the next 10 to 20 years, 10 years, we'll say 10 years, who are reluctant. So for 10 years, Um, the number of reluctance will reduce, right? Every year it will reduce. But no matter how good of a integration opportunity you offer if we if it's like today we've got the solution it's going to involve everybody learning how to use a computer in one year all teachers who take these courses will be trained and capable of implementing an awesome online learning or an online a, a computer guided aided learning experience you would have 50 percent of teachers who would either not do it do it poorly or do it you know like like That is an incredible challenge. No. You don't believe, huh?
1: How many great teachers have you ever had? How many good teachers have you had? Not many. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. But... We need people to do it. It doesn't matter if they do it good or not. Because what you're doing is you're making the students do the learning. Right. They're responsible for their own learning. And that's the best way for people... To learn,
0: but you're talking about changing the way teachers teach,
1: yes, because the way right, so no, 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 you are. Well, that's how I was trained, (laughs) that's why. But teachers are babysitters. And they're manage. They have to like manage
0: classrooms. They're in it for retirement, the benefits, and summers. They're
1: managing classrooms. They want to make a difference. Not they all of them want to help people, but the hardest part about teaching is managing the classroom because you have too big of classes. But keeping you're you're just basically trying to keep the kids on task. And
0: we've got a lot of problems with the educational system. right. So We're going to revisit this in another talk. But, <laughs> but I, think that, I think that it's interesting because I think that you know, it's, it's interesting to see where the educational system came from. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see how far it worked for. It's actually mm-hmm. amazing that it worked for so long. Right. The reason it's not working anymore is because the abundance of information and the workforce which these kids are coming out to, which is basically mm-hmm. a high availability of computing power
1: through well, phones,
0: through computers. We're in the
1: technological age And we're not preparing our students for that.
0: Right. Okay. Right. And we've got 50% of teachers who are going to be, you know, Mm -hmm. the older they get, the increasing, the increase in difficulty it is to get them to change their ways to think about this. Mm -hmm. We've got monetary problems because you have to keep up with technology. You have to provide technological implementations through laptops or tablets or some way of interfacing with the students and programs. We've got teachers who are undereducated in technology, mm-hmm. no matter how old they are. I mean, you know, we went to our youngest, I went to her school. That girl doesn't strike me as, she was using uh, the board and everything, mm-hmm. but um, she would have a hard time troubleshooting a software program, right. as most people would. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have an educational software program, the teachers need to be trained in it and experts, mm-hmm. and and the program can't change every two years. Right. Like. There has to, It's kind of like Windows like or Mac or, or Chromebooks. What about
1: like, like Blackboard or something?
0: Right, right. Whatever it is, there has to be a consistent system mm-hmm. which is applicable. And possibly systems could switch as long as they all meet this the pr- proper criteria. Oh, oh, GC. It's, it's like mm-hmm. what, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's like if you know the quality attributes, the four Cs that you're trying to enforce, mm-hmm. you can kind of use any software program because all software programs are going to try to do the same thing. It's mm-hmm. like you can use... Google Docs and Microsoft Word Mm -hmm. generally because they're both word processing Mm -hmm. applications. So when you have a math application, Mm -hmm. you know, you should be able to use it to teach the things that Mm -hmm. you want to teach. But I think the challenges are huge. We need more money for, to train these, like Mm -hmm. everything we talked about, if there was somebody who understood the cost of these things, they would go, well, we don't have money for that. Now you like do the quick math, how much money per student we have training teachers. We have we have the infrastructure support. We have the hardware requirements. Um, but you know, I think that companies would pay for it. Like I think that Google. I think these large companies who need these people who benefit from taking the ten. You know, again, we might Why, have to circle back, back. In the day. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to circle back and mm-hmm. say the public school system needs help. Mm-hmm. But what's going to happen is. You know, the first thing that needs to happen is we need to tr- you need to turn over the books. Like we need to see where is this money going. And and that's that's probably if I was if somebody came to me and said, Hey, I'll give you, you know, I need your money to make schools better, I would say I'd be happy to give you my money to make schools better. However, let me see where the money that you currently have is going and let me see where my money's gonna go. And and I mean there's all of this bureaucracy that's that's stifling this bullshit. But I think that we can agree that the educational system right now, the the kids that graduate this year, 70% of them are going to have a hard time.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. The gap between what they're required to know and what they... Re-
0: what you can what get they- out of college or of high school mm-hmm. knowing mm-hmm. makes you... You should not be able to get out of high... We You either accept that high school is bullshit mm-hmm. and if you graduate high school, it doesn't mean shit. Mm-hmm. Or we make it harder to graduate like or we make graduating high school mean something. Mm-hmm. But we can't leave kids out. You have to, you know, we have to figure out how to, you know, produce the seniors that get it rather than failing fifty percent of them. You know, it's like change.
1: I, I yeah. Um I mean the whole system's messed up, but we we want them to learn. And we want them right. to learn applicable skills that they can apply to the workforce. And I don't think that that's being met right now.
0: Right. In fact, I think that we've discovered that there's a huge gap.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: There's a huge gap and there's a lot of challenges. Mm -hmm. And five years ago, these challenges would have been different. Right. And five years from now, these challenges could be totally different. Um, Who knows? You know, I don't actually laptops haven't changed that much.
1: I think like you right I don't think that the gap is getting that much bigger i think we're but getting... there's
0: a pretty big gap
1: oh i mean the the technology though like right. where we're
0: right there won't be this drastic revolutionary
1: i mean i guess we're going more to virtual and simulations and stuff like that but that that That'll wouldn't really we we still are, we're, we're, we're still m- far away from that
0: yeah that's expensive i that's mean more expensive and
1: automating laptops. everything we're not like you're you're we saw um, our g- local grocery store go from self checkouts to removing them and having express lanes because they said people like
0: we couldn't use the freaking checkouts. Yeah. Right.
1: So, and then you said you went to a McDonald's where they wanted you to use the kiosk. So, right. You know, but I like, couldn't
0: add scrambled eggs in my sausage and muffin.
1: Right. So there's a lot of limitations like ordering online is still, yeah. you know, a challenge.
0: Right. I went to order a pizza hut the other day and the freaking I hit purchase, then it spun. Uh-huh. And then I had to restart the whole thing and I had to replace the uh, order.
1: Yeah, know. I hate that.
0: Like, come on, guys. Uh-huh. But but so what we are saying is consumers because I understand that it's actually quite a feat to take an order online, mm-hmm. especially the magnitude of, of users they have. Like that's quite a feat. Mm-hmm. But us as end users are like, get it together. Mm-hmm. Like this is a great idea. Do right. it fucking right. And and I think that, you know, even we can be like, well, how come they don't do this, this, this? And you know, as a technologist, I'm like, well, because that's impossible. But we've introduced these kind of primitive solutions and we're thinking like this has such potential Mm -hmm. why doesn't it just be so cool and we're like well that's because you know that would take a computer a supercomputer the size of the bedroom to be able to do that so yeah i think um i think we've got a long way to go Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but i think focusing on Using computers as a tool. Well, there's two things. Mm -hmm. Computer is a tool to solve problems Mm -hmm. and computer as the, as the individual learning experience. Remove teachers from the, from the, from the, the situation and just have the computer teach Mm -hmm. where the, where the teacher just knows how to troubleshoot the computer. They're not a content expert. They're a facilitator. Mm -hmm. And that changes the role of teachers because right now they're content experts yeah
1: um I think more specifically, what you said first, the first part that you said is that use we need to teach students to use the computer as a tool to solve problems um if you even did a quick search on what companies are looking for and it's mostly like the four C's, but it's collaboration, communication, and problem solving. Right. So those are and, the and three then, main things that and, and, and using a computer.
0: And then the company will need you to use a computer in a particular way. Right. So like we need these attributes yeah. and in this case use a computer to solve mm-hmm. these types of problems. Whereas opposed to another job, you would use right. a computer to solve different types of problems.
1: So that's what we need to be teaching our kids bottom line. Right. Then right. at least they have a chance.
0: But then, then, and then that goes, how do we do that? And is it, you know... I am not of the opinion that we can quickly teach teachers to be effective educators. We need to have the computer teach the students. And, and eventually the teachers will be able to help develop the things which are being presented to the students through the computer. But that's, that's years. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. you can't wait for that to happen. Like we, we can put a computer with a good program in front of a student today but we can't make that teacher be a, an effective instructor to 40 students. It's easier to get 40 students, 40 computers, which teach 40 students than to teach you that. You
1: probably have a better success rate.
0: Yeah. Than to teach that, <laughs> te- than to try to get all the teachers in the country to teach 40 students in their classroom to use computers as tools. So.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, even to.
0: It's easier to tap- have put a computer. Com-
1: if you. It's, I. I. Done a lot of research lately on just the use of computers in the classroom, and the the engagement goes up automatically just because the students learn. You know, like if if my calculus teacher is writing a problem on the board, and somehow I can use a computer to solve it, I a hundred like right all of a sudden solve it instead of will have, be more engaged by learning right. from the computer. Right. Um. So right yeah. now, k- kids don't want to sit and listen to some person talk
0: at them. Right. Because he's only, only 10, only 10 of the 30 students is actually effective. Mm -hmm. Some of them need to see a picture. Some Mm -hmm. of them need to have it explained twice. Some of them have to hear it again. Some of it have to, you know, like there's, you know, Mm -hmm. some, you can't, you're, you're lucky, you know, that's one teacher style. Mm -hmm. And if another teacher was teaching in a different way, he would reach, he or she would reach another Third of the class, so you know we're, we're right. really limited by by teaching styles. Also, it's yeah. just
1: um, at the charter school, they have the same curriculum across the grades, and they basically like they but, oh, do right. during their planning. They they That's basically a... implement the same. I mean, their personalities are different, but the way they present the lessons are all done the same across the, the across the grades. That's a progressive school because there's. They have an, a director and the director creates the curriculum. Right. It says, here are your lessons. And... Learn them. And then they have right. what? They have a three hours to but play. But that's in. progressive. Mm-hmm.
0: And, that, and it's a charter it's school. Mm-hmm. And we're in a particular area where we have the means to kind of mm-hmm. facilitate this type of thing. It's still to too many kids, but. Right. Still too many kids. <sighs> a lot of problems to solve. Mm-hmm. Education is a
1: big fucking deal because we're mm-hmm. creating
0: idiots. Right. And I don't need idiots to work for me.
1: Well, we don't need any more homeless people.
0: And we don't need any more idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We don't need more homeless people. And it's a big challenge for some of these people to get jobs. Right. I mean, it's hard Mm -hmm. for them. They didn't. They made choices that made them, you know, they got, they got worked out of, they're not applicable. (sighs) I think next we'll talk about the role of a teacher in the classroom. Okay. Because I think that we've, I think we've pretty clearly defined the problems, Mm -hmm. the state of affairs. And I think where we're at is a normal place to be from where we've come. You know, we've exhausted the methods and those methods worked for a hundred years. So, you know, it wasn't like, oh, we've been doing it wrong the whole time. It's that the type, you know, they've been changing the curriculum and they've been updating their their materials throughout this time. But now it's like we, we can no longer – the roads need to be rebuilt. Mm-hmm. We we cannot patch them anymore. We cannot make small adjustments anymore. We really do need a drastic change in education, and it has to happen real soon. Um, and it shouldn't be through and, – and it would be more engaging. I mean, mm-hmm. we're a large country. I think that, it, you know, all these problems that we're seeing, you know – like we talked about the shootings and mm-hmm. these poor kids who are getting bullied, like there's too much emphasis there's too school is a social thing mm-hmm. it's not this neat place where you get to become where you get to learn new things
1: right <laughs>
0: but there's so many cool things to learn, right. and if they were just presented in a particular way kids would be interested in what they're learning and what they're going to learn and Mm -hmm. what they learned yesterday and the interesting things. Oh, look at those types of clouds. Oh, look at this, you know, this wind is a variance Mm -hmm. of pressure between like all of this stuff is so interesting. And I think if it's presented in a, in a particular way that you could really students wouldn't even have time, like they wouldn't care about making fun of people. You know, they would, they, their focus would be on that kid gets good grades, Mm -hmm. not, Look at the way that nerd dresses, you know, it's like, wow, he, he helped me understand. He helped me find the solution to a problem by Googling or whatever it is. Right. You know, it's just that, that we would bring back the focus of education to be on education, not the social aspect, Mm -hmm. because that's what we say. Why don't we homeschool? Well, the social aspect, the social aspect we're exposing these kids to is shit. Right. It's mean, it's (laughs) terrible culture. These poor children, they're nervous and they're like, am I doing something wrong? Is Mm -hmm. it, you know, so. So I think that school has just gone way out of control, and mm-hmm. it needs help.
1: It does need help.
0: Well, hopefully, you will help it because I'm trying to retire. <laughs> I'm done with this shit. <laughs> I homeschool my kids. Yeah, make yeah. them smart. Teach my. Them- I'm going to teach them how to use computers, and then they're going to be fine. Right? Like I don't need no- I don't need school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Play Pokemon. Teach me how to hack it.
1: That's no, a terrible game.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're not very good at it anyways four year old can't get it right.
1: David was playing the other day.
0: <sighs> education. Right now, it's not education. What is it? Right now, it's like <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's making me so sad.
0: Right? What? It's not. It's it's well, It's a it's a farce to call it education.
1: It's it's interesting because it's like there are some people who can go and thrive and learn.
0: Is it? The, we're gonna talk. We're, I I gotta call it an evening. But is it I the know. parents? Or is it the school? Is it the teacher reaching out to those particular kids who are a little more outgoing? Like, why is it that some of these kids can thrive in this shitty environment? No, no, no. But that's because that... Self-motivation. Well, the learning environment works for those kids. Mm -hmm. And the other kids who it doesn't appeal to, they just need a different... They need to present it differently. Exactly. So it's it's really Mm -hmm. just the ones who are thriving, it works for. The Mm -hmm. ones who would not need something else, but there's nothing else for them right now. Right. So... We are making it okay for us.
1: It's actually to interesting, dumb shit kids, really quickly that it's actually a female male thing. That males do not listen, do not do well in a like sit down and listen kind of environment. They don't.
0: I wonder if that's because of the media. No. Have it, has it always been that way? Yeah. Well, it's you just,
1: know, it's still right. it's hormones. Well, it's, we
0: want to go shoot bows and arrows and hunt. Yeah, like we want. You want to be cool outside. Stuff. You want
1: to be active. You wanna be we want to. So.
0: We want to gain achievements. We want to get badges, and we want to. We want to go on journeys. All which can can be satisfied right. online.
1: Uh, but you couldn't create school to be that way too. Like it can. You, yeah. you can do hands-on stuff. You can well, we've got to
0: rethink mm-hmm. everything, and right. maybe we'll talk about that next. What 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 are? I think that the next one we should talk about are are um what is it we're trying to produce for reals? Mm-hmm. I think we've pretty much identified it. Um, but what would be, how can, like, how can we get there? What are some ideas? What could we do? And, and it, it really has to scale. It has to be ethical. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, ideas on fixing mm-hmm. education,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I think the initial thing would be what would the, you know, what would the result of the solution be? You know, that would be the first thing to define. Mm -hmm. And then maybe thinking through how, how to get there. Right. Interesting.
1: Interesting.